Welcome to the Teen Rockstar Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Naomi Nye, and I am obsessed with entrepreneurship. I have been an entrepreneur for over two decades with award-winning businesses here in sunny Miami, Florida, and I am looking forward to talking to our guests all about entrepreneurship. But first, I want to introduce my teen entrepreneur co-host, Dippin, take the mic. Hello there, people. This is me, your co-host, Dippin Dijon Uncut. I am the graphic geek and I have been freelancing from India with clients all over the world. Living the teenage life of awesome 18, I'll be joining Naomi in this podcast to sprinkle the conversations with my humor and knowledge from my experience. Shall we get started then? Sorry about the sound effects. Brandon is actually on a trip uh, in California, and we're super excited to be doing this interview today. So we are doing interview number two from the Rockstar, Teen Rockstar Entrepreneur Podcast. So we're super excited. Welcome, everyone. Uh, if you want to start pinging some people in the room today, the topic is what it takes to be mega successful. And I seem to have lost uh, Dippin again, but uh, there you are, Dippin. So I'm super excited. Brandon Repose is our guest today. So Brandon, why don't you uh, tell everyone uh, who you are, where you're from, and what you do? All right. So my name is Brandon, and uh, I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania. As I was saying, it's like an hour from Philadelphia. I've been doing a bunch of different things, but primarily right now I work in crypto as well as uh, I was helping clients with consulting in terms of building out front-end sales systems for their businesses to help them generate more leads and eventually close more leads. So I've been kind of working in that field. Um, have been doing, like it hasn't been crazy. I'm still like kind of new into that industry. Uh, but crypto has been, I've been, I've been loving crypto. It's been something that, um, you know, I, I, it like fits like a glove. So I just kind of, I've been, I've built a resource out for it and I've uh, just been taking opportunities, you know, where I can. That's, that's great. That is the ground though. And like, yeah, entrepreneurs can only be an opportunist. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this. Like, uh, what made you become an entrepreneur and not get a nine to five job? Um, so... I always, growing up, I've always looked up into business. Like, I always liked it. The energy it brought, like, you know, going, like, just being a businessman, right? Just that whole idea right there. I always was fond of that idea. My aunt, um, she was a idol in my life, and she uh, she held that role for, the, you know, she was the only person in my life that I, knew, like, realistically knew, like, in my own life, who held that role. So I looked up to her and how she lived. Um, so I kind of grown up, always wanted to be in that, that area. And then I went through college thinking I had to and then realized I didn't. And then I got out. I knew I had to work, make money, take a nine to five. Um, but entrepreneurship, it just, I don't like taking rules like or listening to you know what people tell me to do. I'm, I'm not very good at that. So I feel like entrepreneurship is perfect for me as well as all the areas that incorporates entrepreneurship. So, you know, study, Self-development, relationships, uh, communication, business, right? So all of my values, they just are aligned with uh, business, and that's kind of why the, I'm taking this route. I love that you mentioned that, Brandon, because that's what I like about entrepreneurship and why I like to inspire teens to become entrepreneurs is because 
of the life skills that you learn. Like, I don't know what your college experience was, but, you know, they really, in school, you spend 17 years in school and no one teaches you about money, which is what we go to school for anyways. Don't we go to school to, to get money? So why don't they teach us about money? And then the second right. thing is communication. Everything in life is about relationships, but no one teaches us how to talk to each other, right? And then the third thing you mentioned, values. Like, no one teaches us life skills. You know, there's this study, and I love, I love mentioning it because it's a Stanford study that they did between Stanford and Fortune 500 companies who were reporting billions and billions of dollars in losses every year because of these Stanford graduates that they hired. And they looked fantastic on paper, but they weren't able to hack the real life. So they were either becoming drug addicts, going into severe depressions, and having to take like absences, leaves, psychiatrists, drug addiction, having to go to rehab, and then having to end up to go back home with their parents because they just couldn't hack the real world because of those skills. So how was your college experience? And, and what did you study when you were in college? I mean, let me tell you, if I went to Stanford and got hired, I would have definitely been in the same fucking position because uh, they don't do nothing in college. They party every single day of the week. Like, it's, it's honestly a waste of time. And that's what I thought college, like, I was putting the work in when I got to college. Like, I was studying the books, reading it, reading the textbooks. Like, I thought, you know, I had a certain opinion on, you know, work. Like, you got to have, like, if you're going to be spending your life doing something, like, you, you got to take it seriously. And when I was looking at the college, if I'm going to go to college, I took it real seriously. I had, like, a high, like, opinion of scholars and academics, if you will. I thought, you know, st- like, the mind, information, like, it's number one. So if you are up on that, you know, I looked up to these people. I got to college, and every single person was, was uh, like, they're not taking it seriously. Like, it was a joke. Like, it was like high school. Like, we cheated through high school, and now we're about to cheat through college. You know, we're, if, we're, if we're continuously cheating, we're going to cheat through our jobs. We're going to cheat through our relationship, like, everything. So I'm like, you know, how you do one thing is how you do another. So I got around, you know, group of people that, didn't, you know, that, in my opinion, didn't care about me. And I don't want to surround myself with people like that, like, this life for me is very serious. Like I need, like we have one life. This is, you know, I'm brought into this world. This is what the world we're given, and I want to do whatever I want, you know. So, uh, and I have like like high values. Like I don't think partying and stuff like that is, like I don't want to do that. You know, I want to have impact. So when I was in college, it was that's what it, that's all it was. And I was like, this is I got caught up in it. Absolutely, I was my environment. Um, but after a while, I got you know, kind of played, like stabbed in the back, if you will. I just felt stupid. I felt like a fool. And it was my fault. I didn't blame nobody. I got myself in that situation. So I got myself out of there. I dropped out and uh, I actually ended up, like another year went by, I was working and I ended up going back to college again, just because I wasn't sure where, you know, I wanted to take my life. But I hated college, 100% hated it. And I see people now, like they're, they're still all doing the same shit. Like they're not, you're gonna party for four years straight and now, that's all you know. You only know weekends of being lit. So, you know, good luck, you know? And I, I knew that. I wasn't, I knew this. I saw it coming. And I wasn't going to be a part of that. So I left it. And my parents, too, they were like, they're convinced on it. Which, you know, maybe back then it was an opportunity for you to make newer connections and get that bonus in your life. But not today. The internet, you don't need anything else but the internet. So, yeah, that's my piece on that. Wow. You said so much. Let me ask you one question. Uh, Brandon, where do you get these values from? Did your parents teach you this? Uh, 
you said your grandmother wasn't your grandmother that inspired you to think this way uh so i would say it's a collection of all experiences in my life like um now the biggest thing for me though was i will say it started with the church because the church i was my parents are big on religion at least my mom's side was and not oh so there's a lot i could say here but like a little bit about my like background so like my father and my mother are divorced they've been divorced and they're like complete opposites of each other so growing up it felt like i had to pick and choose what i liked the best like it's not about what was good or bad it was what benefited me in the situation and as a kid i was aware of that but i didn't speak on that and um it was kind of like you know, I had to decide for myself like if i liked how these, this rocked you know this this would result to this right so if i'm lazy all day you know this could result to this long term so like ex- small examples like that you know i had both i had both sides coming they were complete opposites mom so i got to pick and choose what was good and what was bad for me so i think i had a good balance of that that put, pushed me to um you know better to make decisions on my life as well as so many other areas like um church i would say the church is number one because um i was con- like my parents tried to convince me of like god and all this you got praise praise it didn't make sense to me i don't never it never none of it ever did um and then um like the commandments like be good like moral stuff like it didn't make sense to me like i was like a big deal to me um and then i finally got my answer i had like i had like done, done my study to where something finally made sense in the grand scheme of things where i'm talking about cuz like what what is life like what what is the purpose of life like that was a big deal to me um and the church was seemed to be the only answer to that question like what is this right what is this life that we live what are the relationships we hold like what is this how do we get to a better life so those ideas right there like huge 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 for me energy i i relate to it as energy now vibes if you will like the energy in your world is everything and when i went to college and i went through that uh experience that i went through with my people at the time um i came to the realization that it was me so like i look back over the past year of my life two years and this is i'll never forget this night i'll sit one of my best friends uh, david to this day having this conversation with him and i had the mad it was like a life i'll never forget this day but basically i was like the only reason i'm in this i feel like shit i i felt so bad i literally felt like terrible like i was like why i hurt that it hurt so bad i was like why am i in this position right now and nothing happened to me you know i was good physically i was good emotionally like in that i was in school like everything was good on the outside but inside i felt so like it was i was awful it was absolutely awful, awful i felt so embarrassed like i'm really killing myself in my own head sitting in this car but then i came to the realization i'm like the only reason that my life has come to this is probably because this is the feelings that i put upon other people and unconsciously or consciously you know this is this is this is the realization that i came to i was like this is nobody's fault but my own so ever since then um energy has played so crucial cuz you know once i realized that the church wasn't my answer it meant that there was still things to go look for like there's there's still more digging i need to do and it all kind of correlates into business it all correlates into where i want to take my life um and energy like the, the stuff you put in this world is what you're going to get out if you're lying cheating people you're going to be lied to and cheated on you know what i'm saying so like those those ideas right there i would say kind of all formulate into you know values and other influencers too like people that I look up to in my life uh they are a big reason like why I kind of get all this stuff reading too they like having conversations like I like to read so reading philosophers from way back when like these guys were asking the same questions that I'm asking so no one ever pointed me in the direction I had to go find it myself for the most part but uh yeah I would say that's that's by the 
that's my piece on that too. That's so funny because I was just about to ask you, Brandon. You sound to me like you're a little bit of a philosopher. Because asking those big questions, yeah. people ask themselves at a point in their life where they're either having that midlife crisis. That that's when we get to those questions. But when you get to those questions at such a young age, it means that you're a little bit of a of a philosopher at heart. Exactly. Yes. Something you would like to ask, uh, Brandon. Yes, like uh, like as an 18 year old, like I would like to ask you this. Yeah, I definitely like, am. What would you say to your 18 year old self? Oh no, I feel like some of the experiences that I went through, I had to go through. But I would just say, dude, dude, just keep your head up and keep working. Like never, just never give up. No matter what happens, like no matter what, you're gonna face problems. But just don't give up because. Uh, you, if you give up, you lose. You know, so just stay on the track, make the connections as you can, um, and just don't stop. Mm-hmm. I, that's probably the advice I give myself. But I'm not too far away from it, so I'm still like living by that, I guess. That's awesome, Brandon. You said that you were trying to figure out who you were, right? You went to college, so you didn't really know. How is it that you began to figure out what you wanted, what your values were? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. It's, energy was always a big thing to me, and I always wanted like a specific set. I I would say an aesthetic to my life. Nothing like major specific, but I like the idea of luxury. I like the idea of freedom. I like the ideas of, uh, you know, be, just being able to do whatever you want. Like like having like luxuries in your life. Like a, like no limits. Right. That's that. Those reign high in my life. So I guess I've always had that thinking and mentality when doing. Even when I was a kid, going through high school, like if someone was telling me what to do, you know, it depends on who it was. But some, most of the time, I don't like it. I just not a fan. It depends on what it is, though. Of course, like if I see it as benefit to me, but if it's like if it doesn't have any relevance to me, you know, I hate when people tell me what to do. So um, that, of course, has something to do with it. Uh, I just take day by day, I guess, for the most part, and then I just build on top of what I was already doing yesterday. Um, And I believe in energy too. Those omens I was talking about to dip in, um, I try to really look out for those. So anytime an opportunity comes, you know, don't miss them. And then uh, a mentor I look up to, Jeff Seconder. If you guys don't know him, definitely check him out. He is an absolute killer in business and entrepreneurship and money, finance. But he talks poor. But he says poor people is just people passing over opportunities repeatedly that's what it is passing over opportunities repeatedly that's what for uh stands for so you know if you have opportunities coming omens coming into your life you know you want to take up on every single one and to limit yourself on an opportunity if you're like questioning like should i do it or not to limit yourself is uh i think a no no like you'll that's limiting yourself right now there's a reason this is op- this opportunity has come it's up to you to take it or not however you see fit yeah i love that because Yeah, It's so true. that's amazing. Yeah, they they say that you know uh, most people, 88% of people report being unhappy, and I believe it's because we get too comfortable in life and we settle, right? And you have so many qualities that that entrepreneurship requires, right? Like the life skill, like the resiliency, like the commitment, and also a little bit of a rebel, rebellious spirit too. Need that. <laughs> you don't want to follow the rules. You don't want to tell. You don't want anyone telling you when to wake up, when to go have lunch. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do your own. You want to do your own thing. I, I exactly. Love, yeah, and it's it's very important, but. When you started this journey, how did you figure out how to get here? 
how did you start Bitcoin or this cryptocurrency that you started right in, in cryptocurrency? How did you end up here? So I got exposed to crypto in 2018 when I dropped out of college. Excuse me, when I dropped out of college the first time. So I dropped out of college and then I knew a buddy who was in a, had an internship with a media company, a marketing company. And um, I was con- I knew the kid because of college. Um, and he ended up plugging me in with what they were doing. They said, yo, we got mad work to do. We need some help. Can you help us out? So I was like, yeah, sure. It wasn't anything like legitimate with the internship. Um, but, you know, I came in and I helped the guys out. So what it was, though, was it was a marketing campaign, pretty much. We were doing outreach for a blockchain conference. We were trying to sell tickets to this conference. And the headliner uh, speaker was John McAfee at the time, who is no longer alive today. He actually got in trouble by the U.S. I believe he got caught in Mexico. So they were about to uh, uh, expedite him from Mexico to the, the States. And then he ended up killing himself, apparently. So that's where I'm John McAfee. But he was dealing with cryptocurrency and, like, uh, he was the headliner, so I'm like looking and doing research into the market, trying to figure out what, what exactly this industry was. Um, and at the same time, I'm like doing other stuff, like still focusing on, you know, I was in school too, I was at work, and then going to school again, I should say. I wasn't at school at the time, but um, just got exposed to crypto. And then over the past year, you know, I'm fall- like, I'm just paying attention to the market, I'm into finance, and then I'm just seeing what it was doing. And I was like, yo, I need to, I really need to uh, understand what this is. So I did a deep dive, I did. Basically, I started the resources that I started, um, and it connects. So as I was talking to you about my values, like the Bitcoin connects with all, the, like the rebellion, the freedom aspect. Like Bitcoin connects to all of those. So it was like it's literally like it's literally like a perfect glove. Like I can talk about it for forever and connect it in so many different ways, so many different aspects that I need to expose. Like I personally feel people need to be exposed to this. Like people need to understand this because it's massive. It's disruptive what can happen if the money system changes to a decentralized one. Like, it's going to be absolutely that. insane. And people need, I, I want to help people understand that. that. If yeah, you don't so. mind, just for, for purposes of the listeners here and the listeners that will listen to the podcast, explain a little bit about the crypto and uh, how the money might disappear, how we just might be going into digital currency and, like, what that means if, if you can, like, Put it into words quickly that everyone can understand. Yeah, sure. So, uh, money to me is everything. Like money talks. That's a language that we all talk. Um, it's something that uh, you know. If like if we, let's say you speak Spanish and I speak English and we can't communicate with each other, but I had twenty bucks and I asked you to go like let's say clean something up or cook something, you could talk now. Now we can we can get something done. You know that exchange will happen. Um, so that right there, I look at money as like a financial language. Uh, you look at the internet, you look at messaging apps, being able to communicate with people faster. It has absolute, it's exponential growth what this stuff does, like the network effect, being able to just hit a person after person after person. Um, those two ideas right there, financial language and the internet, connecting, communicating, is incorporated with Bitcoin. And that right there is, you know, through looking at history, understanding how other currencies worked in the past, other fiat currencies, how other free currencies have been destroyed because of, um, uh, so let's say manipulation to the to the money supply, like either debasing your currency, or what they also did was, um, well, they would shrink it, so they would just make the coins smaller and then have more in, in circulation. And then what they started to do was like literally debase it, so started putting different metals. It's not fully gold anymore. People's coins started breaking. 
you know so that's like the same idea happening on the present day times but it's fiat money it's money backed by nothing so i kind of base money you have to look into money history to understand these ideas better but cryptocurrency basically it's a peer-to-peer -peer network that solves the double spending problem so you recorded transactions a public transact uh, ledger that can't be manipulated this is full transparency this is the natural market at its in my opinion at its most efficient state and that is that's super powerful so bitcoin like uh, when you're talking about money, you know, money is everything. Some people don't like to talk money. Some people are afraid to talk money. Some people don't, you know, don't they get uncomfortable when we're about it. But money is literally how the world runs. Um, and if we're talking sound money, if we're comparing assets, like if we're comparing gold, if we're comparing fiat currencies, if we're comparing other stuff, commodities, oil, we can compare it to uh, uh, real estate. We can compare it to all the asset classes you can think of. Investing in yourself um, I think Bitcoin, like you need to have a like if you if you're looking to diversify things and put your economic energy into in certain places, Bitcoin is something that you need to be exposed to. Um, and it can, I think, it, like you look at it as like a store of value. A lot of people do. I don't know if people will be trading it, like spending with the currency, but it's it's very powerful stuff. And I just I think people need to look into it as well as just get some. You need to buy some. I don't care if it's ten bucks a week, if it's a hundred bucks a week, you need to have a little bit in your pocket. And it's the security, like it's a rabbit hole. So if you start thinking about getting into Bitcoin and like, and you know nothing, you know absolutely nothing of the space, you need to prepare like three hours, 10 hours, 15 hours to just look into Bitcoin so you know exactly what you're dealing with. Because if you lose access to yours, it's gone. It's gone forever. So you have to be very careful and you have to take responsibility. That's the other thing. It will force people to be responsible with their money. And I don't think people are ready for that. Some people will, you know, you'll get. You'll get you'll get uh, put on blast for lack of a better phrase. You'll get you know you'll get put on the chopping block if you're not responsible. So I think Bitcoin also teaches responsibility with money. It's it's, it's I can go with it in a thousand different ways, but uh, you definitely got to do your own research. And I would say that that's like a, my quick intro to Bitcoin. Exactly. Like yeah, I believe that Bitcoin is the new generation's gold, and like. We, we have just scratched the surface and in the future it's going to be huge like very huge and yeah I like since I started to earn because I'm 18 and I started to earn just like few or like one or two years back I did learn about it and the first thing that I did was invest the first salary uh, the payment that I received I invested first and then I bought myself something so yeah yeah telling about that it's hard like to face all that, like during teenage, we go through that changes, that puberty, that hormones. And also, as you previously mentioned, Brandon, that school, you didn't believe in school and it is the same with me. I recently put out that post on, and on my stories. Like, it's about like, we waste about 12,300 and something, 40 something hours in school and learn nothing about money. And like, it's what we depend on like money is our life is dependent on that like like based on that on money yeah and that's well, the other thing too i was gonna hmm. let me i was gonna touch on this so the talking about the current money system as it is today like they definitely don't want you to understand what they're doing because it is a very flawed system i mean the information's out there it's super easy to go look into it it doesn't take too much to understand but it's like a in my opinion it might as well be a uh, pyramid scheme because um it's not stable uh if they don't keep adding perpetually to the money supply 
it's it's inevitable for it to come come back down. It's it's on a it's on a unsturdy foundation. Like the reserve system that they have, like when the world was on a reserve system, people were in check with their economic energy. They couldn't just go spend it and blow it on wars and on people and on you know f- projects or whatever it is that they're thinking about blowing it on. They have to be in check if it's on a reserve system. But we got off that reserve system. The 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 the, the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency now. And banks are only required to hold three. I thought it was 10%. It's 3% of reserves in, in-house, right? So if you go to a bank, they're technically liable to you, right? You ha- you're working with the bank. You put your money in there, right? They owe you. The bank is supposed to help you out, right? But that's not what they do. They end up going, taking that money and then spending it out and throwing it out at other customers with loans on interest getting paid. Um, that's how they make their money. And it's, you know, the, the bank is supposed to be liable to you, but they're taking your money and doing whatever they want with it. So it's a flawed system. It's uh, it's all we had, but now there's a, there's a new alternative. And I think as financial products begin to understand, like, as we start to move out of this traditional system to a new system, you know, a lot's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. And well, you want to be a part of it. The Federal Reserve hasn't had any money backing it since the 70s. Of it, no one's asking any questions about where yeah. the money went. We're just printing money, printing money. <laughs> And then the Never. Card, yeah, the credit card is another scheme. I Never. Think Nobody like a seventeen trillion dollar debt or something like that. I feel like that. I thought that was going to be the next bubble, and then COVID happened. So I'm saying, there's a. You can't really speak on it because there's so many factors affecting it. All you can do is like, what are you going to do with yours? And I choose to put my money into Bitcoin because, uh, you know, because of that right there. You like it probably should have, but you're probably right. There's probably and. Even with the the pandemic, the the the, the stock market is hitting all time highs, right? An economy is hitting all time highs during a, a world shutdown. Like this, it's 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 fake. So, if you are buying Bitcoin from an exchange, they 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 technically hold your Bitcoin. So the thing about Bitcoin is you can hold it yourself. Whether it's one million versus two dollars, you can hold and custody your own Bitcoin. You can. It's like you have your own bank account on your phone. So if you buy Bitcoin on an exchange, they take, like, let's Coinbase, for example. If you buy crypto on a Coinbase, they hold your, your keys. They hold your, their, your crypto. So they are the ones in control of it. They could lose it if they lose your private keys or whatever system they have going over there. Now, the other thing is you can send Bitcoin from an exchange to a digital wallet, and that's how you really custody your own crypto. So if you have a digital wallet, you have a, free, a seed phrase that you get with the wallet. If you get those keys, if you get those words... That's your passcode to the to the safe. That's your passcode to all your economic energy. That is, you know, the one key you have to access your crypto. And if you don't have that keys or someone else is in access of those keys, that's technically not your crypto. So um, there's a lot of so when I say tech security wise, like you want to look into security, like look into hard wallets, hard wallets, look into digital wallets. You can hold crypto on your phone. You can hold crypto on a hard wallet, and it's all based like the it's real technical stuff. So how the network runs. It's real technical. So there's like two addresses. You have a public address and then a private address. Like um, you need to make sure that those you just need to be careful with your stuff. So I would look into it a little bit more. It's it's like a, it's a, it's, it can be a hefty conversation. Um, but so if you don't have your keys, you technically aren't hold, you're not custodying your own Bitcoin. And let's say let's say something happens with the world, the exchanges could cancel your transactions. They could, and this this happens. So like if the market's running down like if the market market's crashing exchanges have been known to basically 
exchanges have been known to like cancel transactions. You don't have access to your crypto. They're not letting you use it. And that's the problem with the bank today. Like they'll tell like I, I had a problem with Bank of America. I'm jumping through all these hoops just so I can get stuff done with uh, my money, you know, and I got to do all these all this stuff. Bitcoin is not like that. It's my decision if I choose to uh, it's my decision if I choose to send it, if I choose to hold it, you know, I can do whatever I want with it. So that that's that's uh, that's a bit on the security. Like so if you lose those private keys and you have crypto sitting on a wallet, you potentially could like lose all that crypto like with your own money because before you're letting the bank do it your your money's insured blah 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 this blah blah that what is money you know what is even is the fiat currency like it's all it's nothing in my opinion that's why i choose to buy bitcoin and hold bitcoin so yeah on that on the security side of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's great like they have the wallets i guess or the are this type of locking device for that i guess but yeah enough about crypto and uh, like and i would like to touch base again back to entrepreneurship and about your success like of course being an entrepreneur is not easy and i'm going through those struggles naomi went through them you are going through them also like uh, tell us about what was the hardships that you had to face uh, when you were just beginning or when you are halfway yeah so that's a good question um and there's a bunch i guess they're all they all stem on like different levels but one i guess like the biggest one for me was uh no no doubt that i already touched on it but when i was in, in school um i was surrounding myself with like you know people that didn't really care about you know anything like they were just lying they were cheap like it didn't matter like it was all is a free fall up there you know, and I, like my family, I grew up, they were, my family was big on family. So like family is all you got. Like they were huge on it. And I didn't like see it as, as I do see it now. Um, so before it's just like, you know, I wanted to go experience the world. But after I went and did that and like after that whole experience, like I was like, I, 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 to me, I like, I shut the world off. Like it's like, no, 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 no. Like I don't need to go experience this elsewhere. Like now I see how people act. Now, I know that's not for everybody. Like, that's not the case for everybody. Like, obviously, you're going to meet good people in your life. Um, but with the actions I was taking then, I don't think that it would have led me to, uh, you know, those kind of people. So, that should, you just, you got to go through them because they, they toughen you up. They make you better. And if you have no problems, you know, you're, you're comfortable, you know, as you were saying, Naomi. Like, if you have no problems, you're comfortable. And comfortability literally destroys dreams. Like, it, it destroys everything. I, it's a dream code. Go ahead. Yeah, like it, it can. It's it's. I've been in the comfort. Like I have my. I had an ex girlfriend too. Like we got super comfortable, and it just. It's it's not for me. I don't like it. Uh, sometimes I gotta force myself to sleep on the couch to be uncomfortable. You know, sometimes. Yeah, just uh, just like a quick hour. Do you mind being a little more specific? What was uh, one of the challenges that you faced that like really shook you up and you were like, hey? Like when I was in school, you were saying that you had that setback that really shook you up. Yeah, so it was uh, yeah, the biggest one definitely was when I was in college. So it was like 2018. It was the beginning of 2018. So end of 2017, going into 2018, uh, it was like January. Um, I was in Penn State Altoona, and I was like, I was like getting involved with all the people there. So I ended up having a girlfriend. Like, or not a girlfriend, but I was, I was, I was seeing this one girl and like, I just got real close with her and I never like was in any type of relationship like that before. It was like my first time ever being in like a relationship. 
So, like, you know, I was getting a little caught up. And then uh, we went through, like, break. When I say break, I mean, like, winter break. Like, we ended up coming home. It was, like, two months. And then we came back. And when I came back, she was acting like a completely different person. And I was like, you know, this is, like, my first time dealing with something like this. So I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was, like, believing everything she was saying to me. You know, I was gullible or naive. Like, I'm, like, hearing her out thinking she's telling me telling the truth. And then same with my boys, too. Like, my boys started acting weird. And, like, everyone started acting weird. Um, and I'm, like, in my head thinking, like, I'm probably just throwing crazy. Like, I'm, I'm thinking I'm crazy. I'm thinking, no, nah, I just nothing to worry about. You know, but I felt like shit. I could feel it. Like, the vibe in the room, you could feel it. You could definitely feel it. Like, something's up. Something is not right. I'm not stupid, you know? So I'm, like, battling myself right now, trying to figure that out. Am I crazy? Am I not crazy? Or what the hell is going on? So I'm still going through school, going through school, doing the normal stuff, playing basketball, drinking, whatever the case was. was. I'm still doing the normal stuff. And then um, what, what happened? I think I'm in a, I'm in a library, right? I'm in, yeah, I'm in the library. And my, like, my girl's name, like, at the time, she was acting, like, she was coming to the library, I'm pretty sure. And like, she told me like, we were off. I was like, it was just all of a sudden, like, she had already told me everything's done. I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. At least she told me, you know what I'm saying? So I can like, move on. But then, like, I seen her in the library, and, like, I started talking to her. I was, like, I had some questions to ask her. I was just, like, you know, like, I need some closure. Like, I was, like, this is so weird. And I've never been in a relationship. So then, let's see here. So I see her in the in the room, and she just got, nit- like, hickeys all over her neck. And I was, like, like it, like, it was like a train hit me. I was, like, no fucking way. I was, like, you're fucking, you're, I was just, like, obviously, you've been lying to me this whole time. So that's what I, I like, it was like a train hit me. So, Blah, 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 that. Like, I end up leaving. And I'm just asking mad questions. Like, questions are everything. It's how you find your answers. It's how you move forward. It's how you accomplish things, right? You're confused about something. You got to make it right. Get get clarity, right? So that's what I was doing now. After that, after that, you know, it's like several hours are going. I'm with my people, though, too. Like, people I know very well. Um, like, my friends. I'm with my friends, like, telling them what's going on. They all with me. They all know what's going on, too. Like, they know I'm upset. I don't know how much they know because I don't think I was really sharing much. Like, I'm not really one to share. Like, I'll share things, but, you know, some things, you know, I keep to myself, of course. We all do that shit. But anyway, like, I don't know how much they know. I don't know what they know. I don't know if they know I'm really, like, dealing with shit. All I know is they know is, like, me and Manu are not good. Um, but anyway, I was, like, Let's see here. Like, I'm, like, thinking. I'm in my head thinking, thinking, thinking. And then I'm eating pizza. I'm in a room full of people. And then this girl goes, should we tell him who it was? Like, and, like, that's when I clued in. I was like, yo, like, everyone seems to know. Like, or I started to ask more questions. Like, what do you mean? You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I ended up finding out. Everyone seems to know what's going on with, like, the relationship that I had with this girl. Everyone seems to know what's going on more than me. Like, I'm finding out new information. And, like, that's that night I was, like, in the car, like, realizing, like, I was, like, this is my fault. This is, like, you know, how, like, I I, I put myself in this position. Like, after that, I just felt so foolish. And I ended up finding out it was, like, my roommates, friends. Like, I'm with these guys every day. Like, I was just, like, yo, this is not happening to me right now. I was, like, I don't get caught up in none of this. This this drama, this bullshit, like, this is not me, right? So, I felt so stupid. I felt just dumb. Like, I felt like, you know, like, I was, like, like, I liked the girl, you know what I'm saying? It was, like, it was, I was in a vulnerable spot, you know, and I was just, my whole cover was blown. I was, like, Jesus, like, I, I was embarrassed going around, like, it was just a whole mess. It was absolutely a whole mess. Biggest mess that I ever dealt with. Um, this was several years ago, though, so that, that's the situation. And then, 
that's when I so that following semester I failed three classes. I dropped out of three classes. Like it was a downhill from there. Like I wasn't focused on nothing. Like I couldn't think for shit. Like it was it was a whole mess. And I'm lying to my parents. You know, I'm lying to the people. Like it was just I'm lying to my parents about like what was going on. Like I wasn't upfront about it. Um, and then I told some like my close friends. I told what was going on. But after that, I like I didn't see nobody after that. I like stayed in my my like my my room. I didn't. I wasn't trapped in my room. I was still doing stuff. But I like didn't go out anymore. Like it was. I was a whole. And it was a smaller school. So like we knew everybody. So like I'm thinking, you know, I'm just. I was just. Like, it was just a whole mess basically. So that's specifically, you know, that one that hardship that changed everything. So that's like I dropped out of school after that. And I've changed my attitude. Like, I was like, this is not happening anymore. I was like, I'm being serious with my life. And I was like, with people that weren't serious. Like, they wanted to drink all the time. They bragged about blacking out. I was like, you are not serious right now. How are you bragging about that? Like, you, we grew up, like, that was not, like, that, like, dude, my family didn't brag about that shit. So, I wasn't, that's all I know. I hated that, that energy. So, like, that's when I left everything. Like, it was just a mess. That whole environment, just a mess. So, went back home over the summer, and then I, I switched up my environment, simply. I, I have good, so I work with uh, friends that I all grew up with since middle school. That's, the, that's, that's one of, like, the coolest parts about everything that, that's going on with, like, what I'm doing. Entrepreneurship-wise, like, I'm with sick dudes that I grew up with, all from the same high school. So, like, we all knew each other. And, like, somehow, the, the values, the energy, it's all the same. So, like, I left that stupid-ass environment that I was getting into. I never had to leave, you know? So, I just, I just come, I came back, and, like, we started working. You know, entrepreneurship was the energy. That was what the focus was. And self-development and building out the life that we all talked about. Not just talking about it, but actually, you know, several years later, you know? It's opportunity after opportunity. Just, it's, it's, the, it's the process. Rinse and repeat, you know? So, that's... Yeah, that, that's the hardship. That's definitely the hardship. Everything trying to change after that. I, I haven't. That was a while ago. So, before I dip in, ask you the next question. I want to ask you about what you said because I I love that. I don't know if you've heard the the saying that Tony Robbins says that things do not happen to you; they happen for you, right? So you had that big breakup. What do you think the lesson was? Was it, it waking up to the realization like who am I with? I'm better than this. What do you think was the big lesson from that that you took? Lesson for me, seriously, was the response of like personal response, like no excuses. Like this is my fault. That was my. That was how I took it. I was like, everything that has occurred to this moment, the reason I'm feeling like this is either because I made other people feel like, and that was my realization. So I was like messing with another, like I had like was talking with another girl, and she. Like, I left her for the other girl. Like, I, so I imagine what happened to me was how I made her feel. So, like, I was like, I deserved every bit of everything that I was doing. So that was it. I, these actions matter. Like, you can't just go around fucking things down. Like, you can't put, like, to, to liars and scammers out there, you can't, like, in my opinion, energy-wise, you, like, you'll, you, will do, you will get upon you what you do upon others type. Like, that's, that's what will happen. So that was my, that was easily the number one. That was the answer I got on that. It was like, all right, no more games. I was like, that's it. I was like, I'm not playing. I'm not here to mess around. Like, I'm not here to play around. Like, I have a life I want to live. It's not gonna. If you, if it's not in line with that, those ideals, it's not. It's not happening. It's not. I can't do it. Like, absolutely not. I'm not. I will not do it. <laughs> and I just stay like that. You know, it's serious stuff to me. I so. know that you. It's like you, you gotta do. It's, you gotta be like that. Do you, you believe in the law of attraction? 
Energy is that. It is. And this is so important because what you said is realize that instead of thinking, oh my God, that girl cheated on me, because I want, I want you to listen to this, uh, blaming her, right? And moving on, he decided to look at himself because that's very important. Energy. So you realize, wow, I wasn't being very honest myself in this relationship. So maybe this is a reflection of what I've been putting out there. I wasn't very honest with her, so look at what I got back. The universe has a very interesting way of showing us things, right? So, Brandon, what is your theory of energy in law of attraction? Uh, you you create your own reality. Do you believe that thoughts create things? So, energy... It's a broad de definition, but it's everything. So, like, this life to me is not random. So, energy, when I describe when I describe energy, it's like the feel of the room and, like, your emotions, too. Like, it's... You, when, people, when, you, when you say mood, like, if someone, like, you're in an environment and sometimes that's a mood, like, that, that too, that's energy. Like, those, 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 those ideas incorporated energy, it's everything to me. So, law of attraction, yes, exactly. Um... Uh, God too. So being the, the the understanding of God, like that energy, it all it all incorporate. Like it's all connected to each other. Um, energy is everything to me. Like how you when you and when you make when you do actions and how you make people feel and like your habits. Like your energy all decides. You know those type of things. Your business, like more, like everything. It's all it's all it all goes back down to energy. How we start, how we connect with other people, and uh, attracting other people into our life. Like it's all energy. So. When I say energy, it's like my one word that I explain that I've had every experience. It all ties into one. If I'm talking business, if I'm talking relationships, if I'm talking fun stuff, if I'm talking about friends, like it's all, it's all like the foundation is energy. So I guess that's, that's like how I would describe energy. That's awesome. Like believing in yourself is the only thing you can do. Uh, yeah. Okay, Brandon. So like, I wanted to ask you this, like, uh, you have been so far up this journey. So what's next for you now? Just, I just got to keep pushing. So it hasn't, like, it's, this past year has been, uh, like, I'm great. Compared to where I was a year ago, like, it is completely different. It has completely shifted. And I'm, I'm where I said I wanted to be, 100%. But it's like, it's, it, it doesn't feel right. Like, I need to keep going. Like, it, it, that's what's next. So I need to do, like, it needs to be better. It has to be more impact. It has to be stronger impact that has to actually mean something more than what it has before it was attached to material things like money before it was a, based off a foundation of, of loving and having a huge interest in money um but the work is what's going to get me the money so now i'm like trans like working the work that you do like this is where that hard work comes in because like, it is no joke like you have to deserve what you got you have to it's you have to earn it and you know you have to feel that way too like energy it goes back down to energy like your life is really a reflection of your mindset that energy like it's if your mind is not tip-top shape your life isn't going to be tip-top shape so it's kind of like you know if you're looking into your life and you see slack if you see neg like just down points not nothing like you don't speak highly of you know uh making those better being better every day like <laughs> Just one percent being better every day. That is the goal. Like, I have a big, big, big infatuation for the present moment too. Like, the present moment is everything because we only live in this moment. There is no future. You're speculating any any talk of the past. 
any type of future. That's why I like financial markets too, I guess, because it's speculation. We can only speak highly and confidently on what's happening in the present moment. What's next? Um, I would love to expose more people to crypto and like people who have interest in it but don't want to dive further, like uh, like doing the work themselves. Like I want to bridge that over. So you come to me, I get the work done. You have exposure to crypto, and we'll track everything too. Make sure you know this is how we're this is how we're exposing. This is this is the benefit of viewer exposure. Um, and that's that's where I'm at right now. So and thankful for this because I'm in California and it's been a been an awesome week. I've been moving around, and that that's where I'm at. We have to always remember about energy and mindset. And I like that you talk about mindset so much. Mindset is every about the thoughts that you introduce. And Brandon talked about associations, and I also want to mention that again. The you are the sum of the six people that you associate with. And there's this thing I love. There's this neuroscientist. And he always talks about the cells in the brain, right? And we have this thing that's called cell degeneration. So our body adapts to the cells that are in the exterior. So it means that instead of going down, it goes, instead of going up, it goes down. Because remember, the body wants to conserve energy. So if you're hanging around with someone who's really lazy or dirty, what do you think is going to happen? You think that they're going to pick up on your good habits? No. Because of cell degeneration, you're mostly going to pick up on their habits. You're going to end up on the couch full of Doritos by the end of the week. Seriously. The second thing is mindset. I know that we think that our thoughts are who we are, but they're not. Our thoughts are an accumulation of things. That's why it's so important to control the thoughts you think. Because the thoughts that you think of the most frequently is what becomes your beliefs. So if you're all day thinking depressive thoughts, guess what you're going to become? So I always tell you to be very clear. Yeah, like security guards, you know? Like imagine your brain, like this huge, amazing, classy club, and you're the door guy. Are you going to let just anybody in your club to ruin your club? No. You're going to be very selective. So be very selective of the thoughts that you introduce and also the thoughts that other people introduce with the words that they say. Just like your friends, Absolutely. your friend circle and your network. It's all in, all in the same. Yeah, yeah. Like if you have the right mindset, you will find the right people and you will be, become the right person. If you have the wrong mindset, you will wrong, find wrong people and you will end up Absolutely. as a wrong person in a way. I agree. I agree. Mindset really is everything. Right. It's everything. I noticed you said something in your bio about a Facebook group. You want to say a little bit of, of where you are social media? Um, I host a Telegram group chat. It's on Telegram. Um, it's a it's it's a free group. I just I opened it for people who want to get exposed to crypto, want to talk crypto. I post market updates in there every single week and uh, or every single day, I should say. I post updates every single day in there, and uh, you you have access to me. You can ask me questions. Uh, I have an Instagram branding post. Um, if you go to Bit, or I guess it's on the website. So if you go to the website, bitraiders.io, um, you can get access to the, the, the Telegram group chat from there. And then um, as well as uh, a podcast. So I do something similar that you guys are doing. I bring people on that are in the crypto market. We talk crypto, and I also do reading. So I love to read. I share ex excerpts from, you know, my study for other people to focus. I'm sorry, for other people to... Uh, get it, get it, or what's the word I'm looking for? You know, get exposed to, I guess. 
It is, and you stay much more focused reading, but I was just giving them an alternative just in case. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course. I didn't. Well, Brendan, I want to thank you so much for this amazing interview. I want to thank everybody and my co-host, Dippin. If you want to listen to the interview and more interviews, you can see us on Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, anywhere that you can find podcasts, Teen Rockstar Entrepreneur Podcast. Wait, 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 Naomi. I would really want to ask this uh, question before we end. Brandon, like, uh, I'm a fan of books. What is the best work of peace that you have read that you would like this audience to know who is listening to us right now? There's a book called Celestine Prophecy or Celestine Prophecy, C-E-L-E-S-T-I-N-E, Prophecy, by James Redfield, I believe, Redfield, something like that. Um, that book is a, it's sort of a fiction book, I would say, um, but it's, if you've read The Alchemist, we had a conversation about The Alchemist, if you've read that, it's like, it's, it's a story, but it relates to energy and opportunity and, like, the world around you. Um, and it goes back to Peru, an older civilization, and they basically, dis- in the story, they disappeared off the face of the earth, and it's kind of like, you kind of read from the beginning, um, and, you know, you make your own connections on to what it could be. So reading a couple chapters into it, I was so, I was, like, dumbfounded by it. I was like, I need to share this. And I, I bought the book for a couple of people, sent it out. I had a couple of my friends invest in the book. I was like, here, get this book. I'll send it to you. Um, and that book, 100%. You got to read that book. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Brandon. We are going to be ending the room in a couple of seconds. We wish you a beautiful morning afternoon or evening wherever you guys are you just heard another episode of the teen rockstar entrepreneur podcast stay tuned for next week's guest keep rocking and see you next time guys